Okay, folks. Yep. I mean, it's I, as I said last week, it's that time of the year here in Finger Lakes country. It's t the time of the Section 5 tournament for both the girls and the boys. And I mean, I definitely have a bit to talk about. First, let's talk about the girls, especially the Waterloo girls. You know, there always seems to be an opponent when they go on their way to hopefully returning to the state finals that they got a sacrifice. Last year, it was North Rose Wolcott. This year, it's North Rose Wolcott backslash sodas. And you gotta wonder, did I mean they have some sodas before taking on North Rose Wolcott? They're always so good going down. Uh, but of course, North Rose Wolcott, you always know that they gotta sacrifice an opponent. And boy, did Waterloo make a mess of them. 76 to 13. You know, it's always good to take care of it. And I mean, it almost is like a sacrifice. Just the way it was with my dad with a pine board every Sunday. This is how you sacrifice an opponent. Oh. But I digress. That's the way Waterloo was with North Rose Wolcott. They sacrificed them. Next up is Midlakes, and hopefully for their final, a rematch against Palmac, the only team that's left a blemish on them in the regular season in the last three years. And you know, the Waterloo girls are out for blood against Palmac. Waterloo, hopefully on their way to a B1 title. Let's keep going, Waterloo girls. You know I support you. You know I want you to win this, and I want you to win the state title. You are a team. You are complete. Mike Bree does an excellent job, and Keisha Bree and uh, Jose Caraballo are great assistant coaches. Keep it up, girls. You know I want you to win. And how about, while well, I'm on the subject of Waterloo, let's talk about the boys. Yeah, they're on a nice little run themselves. They took care of a very pesky Rochester Prep Charter School team. For a minute, I thought that they were going to upset Waterloo on their home court. But Waterloo showed that their true strength lies right there in teamwork. They wound up beating Rochester Prep Charter School Maybe with a little help of Lonnie Ford being there, modeling her sweats and her Nike shoes. Yeah, she did a thing. Oh, I digress. This ain't the runways of Paris, but the runways of the Waterloo Gymnasium will do fine. Of course, then they go to Palmac. And I mean, in a very gutsy uh, game, very physical game. Waterloo took care of Palmac on Palmac's home court. And now, another rubber match awaits the Waterloo boys. They play Newark, and they split their uh, games this year. You know what? Let's hope that Mr. Rice and the Waterloo boys can maybe keep going. Maybe they're going to play for a Class B1 title. You know what? It's good to be a Waterloo fan. And you know what? 
I'm hoping that maybe they can equal the girls with a Section 5 title. I mean, I don't know whether the Waterloo boys have got enough to maybe make a run into the States, but we'll see. Keep up the gutsy play, Waterloo boys. You know what? It would be great for Mr. Burcroft, Casey Burcroft, to go off with a Section 5 title. And also, Slyqua showing that, hey, even the Finger Lakes guys can dunk. Baby got back. Well, I'm going to stop from talking about Waterloo. And you know what? Take my hat off to Miners. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't exactly the best year for the Miners boys. But, I mean, they were competitive. But they just didn't have it to really get over the hump. Maybe they just need a little more seasoning. You know what? A little, mo little more, you know, maybe next year the Miners boys can get it back to where, I, I mean, the big tradition that the Blue Devils always have. Yes. I mean, they won against the Penyan in their regular season finale to force a rematch right on the Baker Gymnasium home court. And it was a very, very physical game. Neither team was giving the other any slack. And, I mean, you kind of like seeing it, even if they weren't hitting a lot of shots. You like seeing a good physical contact where neither team backs down. But Penyan just had a little too much for Miners, unfortunately. And you know what? Good effort, Miners boys. But, I mean, we'll see you next year. But, I mean, it was great while it lasted. And for the Miners girls, yeah. They, could, they uh, took the court, and I mean, they uh, had a pretty good first-round game. They played the winner of Annika and the other team from Steuben County. Annika won, because, you know, Wayland couldn't co -hockton. But I digress. Those uh, girls from the prison village came up here, and, of course, their nickname is the Blue Devils. But you know what? We beat them by 30. We sent him back to prison. Good job. But then last night, we ran into a buzzsaw. We took on a pretty decent Hornell team. And, and I mean, Miners could have maybe asked Waterloo for a little uh, intelligence. You know, a little in ways because Waterloo took on Hornell in the regular season, beat Hornell by 20. But I mean, it was another good physical contest. But Hornell emerged victorious. But you know what? I kind of wondered. Did Minders have too much maple syrup on their pancakes? Because that's what Hornell's known for. And also, did they eat too much chili? I had chili in Hornell. Gives me gas. But you know what? Good run by the Minders girls. But there's a little uncertainty about this team going forward. Haley Mosh was really a lot of the offense this year. And she's taking her offense, hopefully, to either Syracuse or to Binghamton. I don't know if she's going to be on the basketball teams for e either uh, college, but it would be good to see if she makes it maybe as a walk-on or something because Haley Mosh is pretty good. But, I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty now with the Miners girls heading into next year. But I digress. Good run for both Minders teams. We'll see you next year. 
And I'm going to go from talking about them to talking about what a team Syracuse has become. You know, I thought they were starting to put it together going down the stretch. And they were going into a pretty serious bunch of games where they could have shown the nation, maybe could have shown the ACC that, hey, we got a team that can play. Maybe we belong in the NCAA tournament. You know what? All we've done is lay three stink bombs right in a row. Yeah, after a pretty good grueling win against North Carolina State, we've laid eggs against Duke, Clemson, and Pitt, especially Pitt. What happened to the defense? Did we forget how to play defense? Of course, a lot of teams have figured out how to play against the 2-3 zone, you know? Maybe they listen to Peter Wolf too much when they shoot from beyond the arc. Yeah, lights out. Uh-huh. Blast, blast, blast. Lights out. Uh-huh. Blast, blast, blast. Well, I'm going to stop doing that 1984 nonsense. Of course, that was a good song by Peter Wolf. And let's talk about now. They've got to close and maybe impress the NIT voters. Because you know what? The NIT voters are saying, do we really want Syracuse in the tournament with the way they performed the last three games? Yeah, we could start tonight against Georgia Tech and finish strong in the regular season against Wake Forest. We could finish strong. Maybe we can say to the NIT, we belong. And you know what? Next week is the start of the ACC tournament. And I mean, maybe if we make a little run, maybe we can impress the voters of the NIT so we don't go to the CBI. But I mean, it's starting to raise a lot of questions again about the viability of this team. Even if we got a pretty good recruit from New York City coming into the orange. Yeah. That 7-2 kid, Patterson, committing to the Orange. But now we got to wonder, the way we finished, and I mean with that darn transfer portal, that hopefully doesn't work like a Star Trek thing. Hey, I don't want Scotty to beam me in or beam me up with that, you know? Or Spock might say, eminently logical, Mr. Kenny's two pennies. You know what? I mean, that transfer portal... That's not very good for college basketball, nor is the NIL rules. And of course, the LIV for golf, you gotta wonder, can they live with that? And I mean, with the NIL, I'm kinda saying, that's nil. Oh well, but I mean, Syracuse, what has happened? You've fallen flat on your face. It's just like night when it falls <laughs> hard and I mean the questions are has Beheim hung on too long and I mean the questions and everybody's voices are growing louder about his future about whether he should stay around another year I mean we'll see I do think he's gonna come back for another year but I think a lot of people are now really anxious to see him retire you know what? Mediocrity isn't good. What happened to the Syracuse basketball program? What happened to Syracuse in general? That's what I want to say. Yeah. I mean, not only Dino Babers, 
not only Jim Beheim, but you got to wonder about the lacrosse team. Of course, last year was growing pains under Gary Gate. But again, they're showing growing pains at times this year, especially the loss to North Carolina on the JMA wireless turf. Come on, Syracuse. Break out of the doldrums. You're a proud university. Let's get going. And that's all I have to say this week. And I'm going to finish with a little tribute to the Waterloo girls and to Crystal Kent for recording me. Doom, doom, doom. Do 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 I said hip hop hippity hip 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 hop and you don't stop bring it up to the bang to the booger to bang bang the booger to the booger to be Oh what you hear is not a test I'm rapping to the beat But first I gotta bang bang say up jump the booger to the booger to booger to be That's a rapper's delight if I ever heard it I'll see you next week and keep going, Waterloo.